to Tensor and Gross on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Thirty-five as we roll on on a Friday morning. Still to come our uh, Facebook flashback or uh, flashback or whatever we're calling it because it's not just the best Facebook posts and text messages and tweets. So Facebook flashback is just an easy name, but that's not necessarily all-encompassing. Uh, are they? Uh, I don't. I still don't think they've lit the torch yet. Uh, the uh, opening ceremonies continue. They're uh, two hours and twenty minutes deep now, over in uh, Sochi, Russia where it is uh, 10.30 p.m. Uh, right now, $51 billion. I didn't think it was possible to spend more money than China did on the games uh, when they had it in uh, Beijing. Russia's done it. Uh, they're going to do it by, it'd be, I mean, by the time it's done, it might be $10 billion. That's a crazy amount of money. Crazy, crazy. Uh, we're going to talk to Peter McCaffrey here. He is an analyst with the Frontier Center for Public Policy. You can uh, find them uh, online at fcpp.org. Uh, good morning, Peter. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Uh, pleasure. So the reason why we're having you on is your uh, annual Local Government Performance Index. Before we get to the standing of our fair city. Describe for us uh, what uh, and how uh, the uh, annual local government performance index is and how it comes together. Sure. So this is our seventh year of doing the index. Uh, the idea of the index is to collect and uh, analyze the financial information of the 100 largest cities across Canada. Um, so there's two parts to the index. The first is the financial side where we uh, collect all of their financial data and we put it all into a database and we um, try and standardise some of the categories and make it so that it's all comparable across the country and anyone can go onto the LGPI website, that's lgpi.ca, and do comparisons between Edmonton and any other city. Um, the second half is the rankings that we put out, which is uh, where Edmonton comes in. And we base the rankings off the, the quality of the financial reporting that the city does. So really we're looking at their financial statements and their annual reports and we're trying to see how easy it would be for a member of the public or a journalist or a researcher or something on someone like that to go into those reports and get the information they want. So we analyze a whole different uh, a whole set of different variables and we come out with scores for each of those variables and then we rank the cities based on what score they get. Okay. What's uh it's a thirty three point system, is that right? That's right, yep. Okay. So what's the average score? Uh, the average score is actually about 24. Okay. So uh, it's been improving slowly but steadily over the, over the last few years. It was 22 last year, 20 the year before, 19 before that. So we are seeing some good improvement across the board. Okay. So what is uh, what do you need, generally speaking, from a city to be, uh, we'll call it above average, you know, to be somewhere between uh, 25 and 33? Um, what can a city do to be... You know, uh, to get a to get a good uh, thumbs up from you guys on this. Sure. So, so what we're looking for is firstly that the results, the, the reports, have been issued in a in a timely manner. You can have the best report in the country, but if you don't get it out for eighteen months after the financial year, it's useless to anyone. So we want them really want the reports to be out sort of in the first quarter or third of the year. Um, then uh, we're looking at whether the categories that the financial information have been put into actually make sense. 
So, uh, you know, you, you, you want clear and distinguished categories for the money to be put into in the reports. If you're grouping things in unusual ways or in two broader categories, then it's too hard for people to figure out where the money is actually going. And then we'd be looking for some additional commentary and explanations to go with those numbers. So we want to know, uh, you know, why that, uh, why that spending is taking place and, and uh, maybe some context between other years. You know, you could have a snapshot of just this year, but really you want to know whether it's gone up or down from the previous year, how it's changed and, and the relationship. So, so that's the kind of extra information we'd be looking for. And then we also look at a couple of uh, more accounting-type measures, things like how the capital assets have been reported and if dep- uh, depreciation has been taken into account in the correct way and, and those kinds of things. Okay. So if I'm getting this right then, this is not a ranking of the most um, financially responsible, necessarily. Uh, just that whatever they decide to spend the money on, uh, they communicate it properly and efficiently. That's right. I, the, the issue with trying to judge the quality of the spending is that obviously different people have different opinions on yeah. what is good or bad spending. Um, you know, maybe we can look at doing that in a different report. But what we do is we present the dollar amounts in an objective way, just a purely factual, this is what the city's spending. And then we measure the transparency and the clarity of the information they're providing. And then anyone can go on the website and have a look at that information themselves and, and make their own judgments as to the, the performance or the, the, whether the spending is, is useful or not. That would be up to the, for them to decide. Okay. So this is Peter McCaffrey. He's from the Frontier Center for Public Policy, fcpp.org. Um, over at Edmonton now, uh, we're the best in the country. Is that true? That's correct. Edmonton has tied with uh, two cities in Ontario to be first uh, out of the whole of the 100 cities that we measured across the country. No, screw the tie. We come first alphabetically, so we'll say that we're the best. Uh, so 32 out of 33 is the score. Um is, is, the first thing I want to ask, over the course of the seven years, have we always been near the top or have we been one of those cities that's been making steady improvements and now we're, we're there? It's been slow and steady improvements. So this year it was 32 out of 33. Uh, last year, Edmonton scored 28 and came fifth. The year before, they got 27 and came seventh. Uh, before that, it was 22nd, uh, so 22 two points sorry, and came 19th. So it's been a, a slow and steady increase each year through the report. So obviously that's, that's what, we want, what we want to see. With, you know, you, it's easy to get a good score one year, but then if you drop back again the next year, it's, it's kind of pointless. The idea is to raise the bar in the kind of reporting that the city is doing on a consistent basis. So that's been really good to see. Okay. Um, why is this? Uh, why should this be important to a city? You know, why? What's in it for them to improve their score in this? What's in it for them to uh, care about the uh, the thumbs up that you give them? I mean, uh, why? I guess why? Why do they care about the report? Why should we care about the report? You know, how would you articulate the importance of doing this well? Sure. Well, I mean, for the administrators of the city, the people who are creating the reports, obviously, it's their job, and we'd hope they'd want to do their job as well as they can. Uh, for the politicians, that's the, the council members and the mayor, obviously uh, they want to get votes and they want to be seen to be being responsible with the money that the taxpayers are paying. Um, but the, the, most of the, the, the best really uh, outcome from the report, I think, is if the general public uh, at least pays a bit of attention to these kind of issues uh, and, and has a look at some of these figures and... and generally is then holding the council accountable for the kind of spending that they're doing and, and the kind of reporting they're doing. I think 
everyone can agree that a more transparent uh, city council and, and the more uh, more detail provided in the kind of reporting that they do is generally beneficial for everyone. So that's definitely the aim of this project. Okay. Um, let me ask you a final question then. Um, my my folks in uh, in November uh, for uh, six weeks are going over to uh, New Zealand. What do you uh, what do you suggest they do? What's the can't miss? Well, I'm just impressed you said New Zealand rather than Australia. I, I oh, Australia come on! Far too often. <laughs> I, 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 I have a little bit. I, I could, uh, I, you know, do a little bit of uh, do a little bit of uh, homework, you know. Well, I'm uh, I'm from Wellington, so I have to give Wellington the plug. It's the capital. Uh, it's about 400,000 people, so it's a good size. Uh, pretty decent climate. Uh, lots of cafes and culture, and and uh, really nice harbour there. If you, especially if you're there in summer, uh, so that'll be my pick. Wellington, New Zealand. Well, I'll pass it along. Peter, I appreciate the time this morning. Thank you very much for this. Great. Thank you for having me. All right. Cheers. Peter McCaffrey uh, from the uh, Frontier Center for Public Policy. Uh, yeah. New Zealand. I don't know. I did, I'll, I'll say this. I did Google to make sure I was right. I was fairly certain, but I did Google to make sure I was right. Uh, sounded a lot like uh, Brit from Flight of the Concords. <laughs> That's what I was picking up on there. Britt and Jermaine and Murray, Flight of the Concords. I was watching, uh, they put them up on uh, Video On Demand on Shaw recently. I was re-watching them. It's a, it's a, what a great show it was. They go on that tour to play the uh, three airport lounges and then the Central Park in Newark. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a good show. There is a big chunk of people don't know, they don't have the slightest clue what I'm talking about, and they probably turned the radio off. But there are those of you that know what I'm talking about, and you can uh, see the episode in your mind and go, oh, yeah, they dropped the TV out the window and drove the car into the pool and uh, got uh, taken to school by the uh, women's water polo team. That's a good show. I saw them uh, perform once. They, they, uh, they were. Uh, we happened to be in uh, Phoenix at the same time as they played the little theater there. It's like four or five thousand people. It's very good show. Very good show. They're talented gentlemen. Those guys. Eleven forty-five. When we come back, our uh, Friday flashback. Looking back at the topics that we've done this week and uh, listener feedback. So stay tuned for that.